Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Central. How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio. For 10 years, the number one Irish tech podcast bringing you the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, as well as our show on air with RTE and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you brang up to date on all things every day with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Joining me, as always, is a Tech Central Editor-in-Chief, Niall Kitson. And Niall, I suppose it was a, it's another week of catching up with live webcasts from uh, from Apple and big announcements. But we actually got to watch it live because it was from uh, New York this time around. And the time yeah, difference we, played we watched favorite. it. We actually watched the announcement. So th- there's no speculation here. We're, we're actually talking about things that are available for pre-order now and should be uh, actually on the shelves on the 7th of November. 7th of November is, is when they are. So, uh, so yeah, it was nice to see Tim Cook. I, do you know what? The, the whole Apple speak just makes me laugh. Do you, know, do you know what I thought was hilarious? What? Every little new feature. I mean, this is meant to be a room full of journalists with actual critical faculties and they're hooping and a hollering and a cheering and yeah, come on, you know, grow, grow up, like yeah. Well, it's Apple fanboy uh, journalists that they're, that they're, they're the only ones that they allow in. But it's kind of like how they get away with things. Like Tim Cook is, is is starting off by going, and I'm incredibly excited to introduce the all new MacBook Air with Retina display. And it's like, oh, all right, so you've upgraded the display which we were hoping for and asking for for ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're getting excited. The lady who was uh, doing the whole presentation on the MacBook Air, and she's kind of going about the the bezel being fifty percent smaller. And she says, and despite it being fifty percent smaller, we still managed to keep the uh, FaceTime camera in there. It's like, oh, for God's sake! Okay, right. Well, all of this, all of this. You you have a theory uh, about Apple in general uh, when you were thinking about. Um, this announcement uh, and I think it's important that we preface the oh, way we're going to talk about you want to do that well here's here's uh, because you nearly uh, fell off your stool afterwards when I called you and I said what did you think of that and you said blah blah yeah. blah, blah and when you said what do you think of it Dusty and I said well actually I'm standing on the table and I am applauding Apple now as you know I, I'm the first yeah. one to try and get in a little dig at Apple and I'm always giving out about them and stuff like that but I was actually applauding them and you went oh my god and I yeah. said yes because what they've done is with uh, the three main products that they announced, which was, of course, the uh, the iPad Pro and the Mac Mini and the MacBook Air. I mean, yes, they're great, but all they've done is brought them up to 2018 spec. Okay, and what I did was, after having that conversation with you, is I did a, a quick whip round of... Um, a uh, couple of couple of online retailers to see if that was actually true, uh, and I went and I had a look at the price points because yes, it's it's Apple. You expect a premium, and when I had a look at the immediate what I would regard as competitors for the MacBook Air, um, do you know what uh, Apple are actually competitive on price now? Whether that's you know the likes of HP are increasing their prices <laughs> or Apple are decreasing theirs or maybe a bit of both. But um, that sort of premium, I, I think, is vanishing. So when people say, oh, Apple overpriced, and that's not necessarily the case anymore. Ooh. Oh, th- th- now immediately we're arguing. We're like an old married couple. I'm arguing. Do you think that this is the standard? Now, Are you were you pricing Apple on their American prices that they announced? Or were you looking no. at the euro price? 
the euro price. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. You're obviously making way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't. I don't agree. Okay. So the, the MacBook Air. Okay, which they they have upgraded for the base model. All right, which is going to be the the 1.6 gig eighth uh, uh, gen Intel uh, whatever with the 128 SSD. Hmm. That is 1380 euro. Thereabouts. Yeah. Now I think that's expensive um, for uh, a MacBook Air. And I remember, I remember being delighted with the bargain MacBook Air that I got, uh, and I got it for just under a grand XVAT. Okay, uh, it would have cost me eleven hundred, um, but it was a two fifty six gig model. Mm. Yeah, uh, and that was a couple of years ago. Uh, so I kind of went, okay, no, that's that's a big jump. But uh, looking at the Mac Mini, the Mac Mini is nine hundred quid. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a jump, all right. It's almost twice what it, what it it's was. It's a bit of a jump. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then compared to a lot of the... Uh, now, you know, it's a good desktop... Well, is it a good desktop computer? Um, do you know what? I don't know. I, I actually don't think it is a good... De- it's it's a good desktop computer. I have one because, as you know, I have... Because, which is like because, because of course, you do. <laughs> But I have one, and it's fantastic, and it sits in my office, and it's on twenty four seven doing it, doing doing a particular job. Uh, and what I like about it is that it's small and it's silent, and I literally just forget about it. All right, yeah. Um, but kind of, if you were to you, you were thinking of getting a a, a new computer, and I was thinking yeah. of you uh, with the Mac Mini, and I was kind of going nine hundred quid. Oh yeah, it'd be fabulous. I would look in there, but I kind of went, hang on a minute, you're only getting like a a, a quad core i three for that. With mm. eight gigs of RAM and and a one twenty eight SSD hard drive, and it's impossible to upgrade that thing because everything is so tight in the box. Yeah, and they they do have a, a six core i five version as well. Uh, again, eight gigs of RAM, but it's I, a two fifty six SSD drive. I don't I don't even want to know how much that's going to cost. But for a desktop well, machine, you're, and you're talking well over a grand, it's like no, nah, and you have to supply your own keyboard, monitor, mouse, and screen. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's where I am. I have my own keyboard, monitor, mouse, and screen. That's that's sort of where the 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 value of it is. Um, this is the sort of the quintessential. Do I need a Mac experimental device? You know, mm. um, and I think it's still going to keep that sort of job because I think an example of where Apple is with the Mac Mini is the level of connectivity that it has. Because if you look at the ports that it has. Uh, yeah, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, all, all the same. Four USB 3 ports, two Thunderbolt 2 ports, SDXC card slot, gigabit Ethernet. This is an awful lot like your standard PC that's out there on the market at the moment. This is my so point. Is, yeah. So this is, you know, this is your switcher device. Do I actually want to stay within the Apple ecosystem? Here's your experiment. Go, go forth and try it. Uh, now, I mean, you know, it's still base model is it's still over 900 euro i mean that's an expensive experiment but uh somebody maybe like yourself who yep you've got a set task i want to run it like that or mm. somebody who's like i want a media server i want to do that or somebody who maybe has a high-end laptop that they bring everywhere and they want a little bit of continuity or something mm. i'm sure there's some sort of use case out there um this is it's it's like entry level plus you know, like it's it's got it's not as it doesn't have as much juice as the iMac. Yeah. Uh, and and it's still 
yeah, I mean, if, if you've got a fairly basic use case and you're Mac curious, haha, then yeah, this is this is still probably the device that for you, I guess. Hey, I wouldn't. Would you recommend it to a friend? Uh, depends on the friend, really. If it was mm. somebody that really was into their PC stuff, um. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, mm, I, I don't know. I don't think I'd recommend it to a friend. I, I but it, I, and I'm, I'm thinking, would I recommend it to my dad? Actually, because yeah. he's the one who'll always ring me and say, "Oh, Dusty, what do you think? Should I get this?" Blah blah blah. Um, if, if, it's yeah, all somebody, actually. Do you know what it's down to? It's down to use. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I was thinking to my, you mentioned, you know, as a media server or something like that. I would say for anybody who wants a media server and to throw some movies on it and to use it for something like that, buy one of the old, old, old Mac minis. Because yeah. you don't need anything with grunt or power. All you need something is uh, something that can read a, a video file and, and, and put it through. And the old Mac minis will do that perfectly. Yeah. So I would not recommend it buying a new Mac mini for that purpose. But for you, uh, where you would be doing, you know, kind of more graphic intensive stuff, I was kind of thinking, well, maybe the Mac mini would be, uh, would be worth it for you. Mm. Well, this is, this is the interesting conversation because I actually had this with a, with a friend of mine a couple of months ago. He rang me up and he said, look, I've been, I've been offered Two, you know, two options. One was sort of a, a pretty decently spec laptop, not, hmm. perhaps nothing remarkable, but you know, decent, or a, a MacBook, just you know, the current MacBook, not the Air or anything like that. Yeah. I said, well, do you know what? Just go with the MacBook and see what you think. I mean, you know, it's going to be more expensive than the the mid range PC you've been offered, and hmm. if you're Mac curious at all, um, here's your here's your chance to to have a go because he's got a pretty high end uh, PC laptop at home. So what's to what's to lose, you know? So um, for somebody that's going okay, do I should I upgrade to a Mac? The previous answer I would have given would have been go for a MacBook mm. uh, because the MacBook Air up until now it it had been what three years since a proper update, four oh, years since four a, an update years, for I the think, Mac yeah. Mini. Yeah. So you know it, there wasn't much there to go yeah this is what you should be getting um so let's move on to the macbook air because there's an awful lot more added there that's interesting and useful than with the mac mini mac mini yep great necessary boost very Mm. happy with that um yep still your entry level mac model um somebody that's that already has a mac and is looking to upgrade yeah maybe maybe not depends how Mm. desk bound you are Mm. Um, so, you know, I would have given probably the MacBook as be, as being your, your reasonable entry level device. And now they've come back with a MacBook Air that you can definitely say, yes, that's your entry level laptop. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, the, the, the MacBook Air, I was delighted that they, uh, did the retina screen and it's about bloody time. Yeah. All right. And uh, also the fact that they've been able to reduce the bevel means they've been able to reduce the size of the the unit overall, which is quite good. Uh, mm. It still keeps the same size keyboard. It still keeps the same sized uh, screen, but it's a retina screen. And that is a bit, I think that is the biggest jump of everything on the, uh, on the MacBook Air. Um, then the processor, I mean, they're just bringing the processor, in, it's processor into line with 2018. Um, the RAM, <clears throat> you know, kind of the, 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 they kept going on about it. It can handle 1.8 terabytes of, of SSD. But yes. <laughs> I am, I am afraid, my friend, to ask how much it's going to cost me to have 1.5 terabytes of SSD built into one of those things because the basic model comes with 128 gigs of SSD. 
And yeah. that's going to set you back nearly 1,400 quid. Uh, well, not quite. I, I, well, I 1,379 euro is almost 1,400 quid in my book. Yeah, okay. Well, here's the here's the premium for a, a 1.5 terabyte SSD. If you want that, it's going to add 1,500 euro onto your base price. Oh, what? Are you joking? It's effectively going <laughs> to double the price of the laptop. Oh, holy God. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yes, I'll I will I will contain my mirth now. So three grand <laughs> Nah, forget it. Absolutely not. So for me. I mean Absolutely I spec'd up the me. one that I want. Yeah. Right? Oh. And it's in and around two grand. Right? Okay, grand. Um, so what, what would you go? With, now listen, before with, before you say two grand, okay, do you yeah. think that it's worth spending two grand on a on a, on a super light laptop? In comparison to what else is on the market, it's not ridiculous. And you are actually seriously considering this for yourself uh, anyway, yeah? Uh, well, I'm I'm in the market for uh, a new laptop, and I have been for quite a while. Um, and I was dithering and humming and hang, and I wanted to see, see what Apple would do at this year's MacBook Pros. And they, they slipped them out onto the market about a month ago. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, there normally there's a big launch event for these things, and... Okay, right. They just sort of let them out on the market. And I think they did the same with the iMac earlier this year as well. They just mm. had sort of very modest upgrades and let them out. No, no big event. So I was like, oh, right. Okay. That's kind of interesting. That means that there's some lines that haven't upgraded in a few years that people would naturally be quite excited about. Um, so maybe there's something coming along. So, so hence my dithering, uh, up until, up until now. So, um, when, in comparison of the MacBook Pro versus the MacBook Air, um, the spec'd up versions that I want, there's about a thousand euro between them, right? Mm-hmm. And there isn't a thousand euros worth of difference between mm-hmm. them that I would go, very I want the Pro. Uh, the only thing that's really missing, and, and the, it swings and roundabouts because... One of the selling points of the MacBook Pro is the touch bar, which isn't on the MacBook oh. Air. Now, I hang on. Is that, is, is that one of the selling points to you or one of the selling points from Apple? From Apple. All right. Okay. I mean, you know, come on, let's be real about this. Um, the touch bar is a novelty uh, and there shouldn't be a premium on it. However, if you look at the sort of premium selling point on the new MacBook Air, it's the um, T2 chip. Uh, so did you did you keep an eye on on what the T two do, does? I did. To be honest, no. Okay, uh, this is basically a combination of um, fingerprint recognition mm-hmm. uh, and hard disk encryption, mm-hmm. and it responds to Siri as well, and it processes your Facebook camera data as well. So this is basically um, a chip that pretty much secures the MacBook Air. Okay, great. And it's a separate chip and all it does is look after security. Basically, yes. Okay. That's all it does. Uh, and I think, you know, if you wanted to add something onto a laptop to make it a must-have, touch bar, security feature. <laughs> it's a pretty simple choice when you put it up like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so okay, the MacBook Air, we've got a Retina display, we've got the T2 processor, 
um, we've got, okay, a couple of options up to 1.5 terabytes with, with various cost implications there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also got the butterfly keyboard. Have you tried the butterfly keyboard that's on the MacBook Air? No, the MacBook at the moment. No, <clears throat> uh, because I use, I use a Mac uh, keyboard. Yeah, all day, every day. And then when I'm out and about, I use the MacBook Air keyboard, which is whatever, three years old. Yeah. Uh, and what worried me yesterday about the butterfly keyboard and that it's got so much less travel and stuff like that. Mm. I was kind of thinking, you know, the travel on the keyboards that I'm using, which are older, it's, it's small enough as it is. <laughs> mm. And I kind of, I half feel like I'm actually typing on something. I'm worried that with even less travel and travel is the, you know, the amount of distance in millimeters that the key will depress when you press on it mm. and if you're a touch typist that's kind of important because it's it's like you know kind of some kind of physical feedback that you've pressed mm. the actual key but if you almost take that away how do you know you're typing so no i haven't tried it but the, that's the concern that's in my head have you tried it uh i have now i was wondering about your reaction because you are a touch typist and probably the only one i know to be honest um it, it's it's becoming a rarefied skill um for me uh, it, it, I do notice the, the travel, uh, or lack thereof, but Apple's main problem was with dust. And if anything got in under one of those keys, it was basically rendered useless. Uh, it was a flaw with the MacBook that, um, they've been sort of dealing with the fallout. They've rectified that now with the current generation keyboard. Uh, so they say, um, thanks to a layer of silicon underneath the keys that will sort of catch uh, any dust or anything uh, that gets under, underneath there. So nothing gets into the, the gubbins, if you will. Um, yeah, I've tried it. Um, personally, the way I would be using a laptop would be hooked up to an external screen and keyboard in the main. Um, so it wouldn't be a huge problem for me either way. Although I will say that the last Mac... Uh, last MacBook Pro that I owned, I really did not like the keyboard. I did not like the keyboard. Um, I like the butterfly keyboard a lot more, um, but that's not to say I'm in love with it either. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Um, so, so is the key is the butterfly keyboard putting you off getting the MacBook Air? No, it's not. No, it's. A, do you know what? I actually think it's a selling point because I was. Uh, I really did not like the last um, the mm. last keyboard I had on my, I guess, at this stage, if I still had it, you know, it's a, it, mm. it was a MacBook Pro from 12 years ago um, and the keys just felt very plastic and, and I really did not enjoy using it. Um, it did get better mm. uh, with subsequent generations, but it, it left sort of a, a bad taste in my mouth. So it was good to see Apple sort of innovating uh, with the keyboard, which is nice. So let's let's move on to to something else that Apple want to want to talk about, and that's sort of connectivity <laughs> uh, or lack thereof. Now, now, again, I was standing up and applauding uh, Apple uh, yesterday, kind of going, "Well, finally, about time!" Uh, with the uh, the USB C ports and everything. And it's like, okay, they are they are in the standard of the rest of the world. Oh my goodness, I can actually use you know other things with Apple products. This is amazing. And then yeah. they were kind of going, well, you know, you don't have the MagSafe uh, power anymore on, on the MacBook Air. And in some ways, I'm kind of like, you know, oh well, thank God we're going for something more standard through uh, through USB C. But then I'm also thinking, I've got like four MagSafe bloody adapters now, <laughs> which are useless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways, the connectivity, anyway. Are, are you happy with the USB-C and, and the fact that they're putting this on everything? 
Yeah, well, no USB-A, no more MagSafe, as you say yourself. Um, Bluetooth, oddly enough, it's not Bluetooth 5, it's um, Bluetooth 4.2. That's much of a muchness as far as I'm concerned. I just think it's interesting that Apple have held back a little bit on the sort of the, the top end. Maybe there was a cost implication there that they were they were sort of thinking about. Mm. Um, now, battery life, I think, is quite interesting. Uh, because with an ultra portable battery life is really what you're going to be looking at uh, over sort of the other models. And yes, apparently Apple are claiming that uh, you will get 13 hours of um, sort of iTunes movie playback versus 10 for the MacBook and the current generation MacBook Pro. So that's, you know, that's an improvement. Uh, all of them still claiming 30 days standby time. So whatever sort of power management software is being used, uh, no change there. Um, yeah, so that's a slight, that's a slight improvement. Um, aesthetically, aesthetically dusty. What colors does it come in? Oh, for God's sake. Space gray. Uh-huh. You know, that's, um, th- th- this whole space gray thing that they uh, just have a complete fetish with just annoys me. <laughs> I like I like Apple and I like the fact that they've got this like silver uh, uh, aluminium look and that and that's the one that I like and yeah, I think well, that's, it's that's, still that's, there that's, yeah but that's what sets the brand apart but when they start doing this all gold and space grey it's oh for God's sake yeah we're we're into fashion and lifestyle uh, right there I think um, so I, I think that's the MacBook Air we we've talked about there as well i hmm. think that's that's kind of the the highlights um so that brings us back to well brings us brings us on to the third and final big sort of reveal uh which is the new generation ipad pro um what are your impressions uh, again now that, that not so much of an upgrade um it be because they have been looking after the ipad pro so this is kind of you know an incremental upgrade more than anything else Ooh, controversial um i thought it was okay you know kind of you know better chip uh, display thinner body usb-c da 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 uh the main thing for me with the ipad pro was getting rid of the home button don't okay, get getting rid of the home button in favor of precisely in favor of what uh, and face that's what ID. I, I yeah but I oh god face ID don't start <laughs> <laughs> but ne- never mind the, the space ID side of things it's just I like a home button the same way I like a, a Windows button it's like get me back to the desktop get me back to the start you know there's mm. too many windows open where the hell am I all right. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't figure out how you could do that with the uh, the iPad Pro. Sure, you can swipe down from this corner to get that and swipe down from that corner, swipe open to get this, that and the other. But there didn't seem to be a simple, like, just hit a home button <laughs> to mm. get me back to the start. And uh, yeah. they don't even seem to have one that is kind of hidden under the screen or anything like that where it's pressure sensitive, where if you touch it, like on the Samsung phones, uh, if you touch it, uh, th- then you get back to, to home. They don't have that. It seems to be like the home go- button has gone physically and on the software. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Apple, Apple will say that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. And I'll go, well, I won't buy one then. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Um, so under the hood, they've got the A12X Bionic chip. Now the iPhone uh, XS runs the A12. So this is sort of a, an improvement. Now, Apple are claiming that... Um, the iPad Pro is 92% faster than all other portable PCs on the market. And I was having a think about this and 
I was wondering, like, are they are they talking about mo- makes and model, or are they talking about volume? And if they're talking about makes and model, that's super impressive. If they're if they're talking about the volume of computers out in the world, not so much because um, most of the most of the computers out there in the world at the moment are business machines. Would I be right? Would you agree? Um, not necessarily. Okay. Okay. Well, my I would I would argue that most of the the bulk of PCs out there in the world at the moment, or certainly half anyway, are business machines, which are mid range. They don't have to be anything else. They, mm-hmm. They're they're not performance devices really. So to say that uh, my you know pro level tablet is better than your laptop, uh, performance wise, is not a leap. Uh, that's not something I'd be impressed by. Okay. Uh, now, if it's, you know, better than 92% of all the, the models out there, that's actually quite impressive in and of itself. Uh, I mean, it's a very, very um, sleek, very narrow device, um, very, uh, very light as well. So there's an awful lot of stuff crammed in there. Um, so I think it's only, yeah, it's it's, it's not even six millimeters thick. Um, so, you know, have ash as far as I'm concerned. What's What's interesting to me is, um, well, a couple of things. Uh, USB-C, okay, no more Thunderbolt, that's fine. Uh, also, the um, the way that the new Apple Pencil works with it, right? And I know I'm getting sidetracked a little bit, but uh, the Apple Pencil in the previous generation had to sit into the iPad Pro. Um, people didn't like it. Um, with the new version, there is a ring of magnets around the uh, inside. So your pen actually... Is, stored magnetically on the side of the iPad and it charges at the same time wirelessly. Now, having it charged wirelessly is a good thing. I think that's uh, something that they've nicked from uh, uh, the Samsung Note uh, uh-huh. 9. Uh, I prefer the pencil to be held within the unit because, you know, as cool as it is to have it magnetically attaching to the side, it's so easy to knock it off, to lose it, da, 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 and, and the thing is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing about the Apple Pencil... Oh, yes, sir. Sorry, you want that? That'll be an extra €130 Euro or thereabouts. It's like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's up. It's €130 Euro up from, what? 99. 99. Yeah. 99. Yeah. That's it, yeah. It's, 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 it's a chunk of change. Uh, I will agree. Um, and they're talking up things like, you know, you can customise the, the width of your brush, brush stroke and all that sort of thing, um, which is very nice when you see it um, being used. If somebody was to go to me, uh, okay, here here is what it will cost. I guess, you know, if you have a use for an iPad Pro, you can afford to spend €129 Euro on, a, on a pen. <laughs> and they're you, not cheap you remind me of my father-in-law it's like he, he would never collect anyone from the airport because you go if they can afford to go to the canaries on their holidays they can afford a taxi well, <laughs> something to be said for that <laughs> so, if you can afford an ipad pro you can afford the extra 130 quid on the pencil <laughs> how much extra would it cost though to put a headphone jack in it uh, well, yeah, you see, so that 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 is driving me nuts. Again, it's back to the Apple thing of, well, let's take this basic interface that we've had for decades with millions and millions of headphones and let's just kill it. <laughs> well, you've got to draw the line somewhere, I suppose. 
maybe yes. but anyway that, that, it's just not for me anyway uh, I don't think I'll be walking around uh, well I suppose yeah I probably would be because uh, um, uh, I, would, I would use the iPad Pro for watching movies or something like that and if I was doing that in the house I would probably be using headphones yeah, you see, that's a waste of space. Like, I mean, you're you're looking at what a nine hundred euro for the base model, mm. um, for yeah, for an eleven inch. Uh, Listen, display. I I I wouldn't be buying the iPad Pro anyway in any mm. shape shape or form. However, I think it's interesting from uh from a professional's point of view because they were doing demonstrations with uh, uh, Adobe products and stuff like that, and you know, working as a graphic artist on some kind of a tablet is a very attractive uh, way of doing things. And of course, with the USB-C then you're able to plug that into a much bigger monitor and then you've got the best of of all worlds. Yeah, um, and I think if you're used to using something like a Wacom tablet or that kind of mm. thing, it probably has a, a a big attraction. Like I noticed in all the advertising collateral, marketing collateral that came with it, it's very much somebody with a stylus out and about and they're working on an image file. That's what they want people to do. Yeah. Um, that's the market. Grant. And, um, that's, and, and that's neither you nor I. So no, I suppose it's not. Maybe, maybe we're not the right pe- people to, to talk about the iPad Pro. Uh, but I, I would have said I overall, just as, as an observer, the iPad Pro was an incremental, you know, just bump up uh, on, on, on the previous iPad. I, I would argue it's, it's more than incremental, but okay. affects us uh, pretty much the same way as the first generation iPad Pro, okay. which is to say not a lot. So back to you're you're in the market for a new computer, right? Uh, yeah. Are you going to go with the MacBook Pro, the MacBook Air, the MacBook Mini? Um, uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I don't want to say it's Sophie's choice because that's ridiculous, but um, I'm I'm leaning towards the MacBook Air if I can spec it up to what I want. Um, I think the MacBook Air will probably do everything I want. I think it probably will. The question will be, uh, do you do a lot of uh, graphic or video work or do you intend to do that? I do. I do enough that eight gigs of RAM or, you know, 16 would comfortably Mm. be able to handle. I'd be inclined to say to you to invest in the MacBook Pro. Ooh, okay, Mm -hmm. right. Just because it's it's a heftier machine and it'll do more. Um, and I would say to uh, anybody, if you had unlimited funds, uh, and and I have done this and it's fantastic, is to get one of the big Apple displays uh, and you can get an adapter for it that you plug into your MacBook Pro uh, and you can use your MacBook Pro with this massive big display and a full-size keyboard and a mouse uh, and keeping the MacBook Pro uh, with the lid closed off somewhere to the side. And that is a fantastic uh, way of doing things because you're getting some real oomph with the MacBook Pro and it's something that you can use in the office like, you know, kind of a proper computer and can handle video editing and uh, graphics editing and everything or audio editing or whatever. Uh, but it's also something that you could take on the road with you if you need portability. Gosh, you, 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 you have opened my eyes, Dusty. Mm-hmm. I'm the shiny. I'm, I'm still, you know. The, but if you're going to spend, is... if you're going to spend big money on a laptop, I mean, the air yeah. is, I love my MacBook Air, right? Mm. Okay. Uh, and I love it because it's small and it's light and it fits my bag and I take it out. I use it all the time. All right. Mm. Uh, and much to the amusement of everybody because I run Windows on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I use it as a dual boot machine because I use it for uh, I can boot it into Mac where I use all of my media production so all my video editing and my audio editing and, and all is on that side and then I boot it into the Windows environment when I want to just use email or office applications or whatever so that's yeah. that's my use for it um, but I would not like that to be my main computer 
my gosh. Do you know? So I like having my big Mac uh, Pro sitting in the office and I'm able to do, the, you know, the hefty amount of my, my video editing on that. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've got a proper PC in the office, uh, which is w- where I do all my office uh, computing and stuff like that. Uh, my MacBook Air is kind of, it's literally a, when I'm out and about, this is what I use. But if you are investing in just one machine that needs to cover, you know, lots of, of multiples, I'd absolutely spend the few extra quid and go on the Pro. Hmm. Okay. okay. I've com- I've completely messed up your... <laughs> you have. You've completely messed me about. <laughs> now, let me take this conversation off onto another completely different level. And you're going to love this, all right? Okay. Do you remember uh, in school when we were learning about religion and the Bible and stuff like that, there was a story of Jesus uh, and he entered into the temple and all of the merchants were selling all of their goods and he had a Mickey fit and basically threw everybody out? Yes. I can see the exact same thing happening if Steve Jobs came back to earth today. You reckon he would not be impressed with Apple? I did not impressed. I think he would absolutely go ape. (laughs) with apple (laughs) okay now why do you think that because back do you remember when steve was you know kicked out of apple because he was just too much to handle and nobody could work with him and then he went off and he did next computing and then he came back in uh, the late 90s 97 i think it was uh, when the couple when the company was floundering Mm. and one of the things steve looked around him and he went Oh, my God. How, ma- how many models of things are we making? How many variations of things are we making? Why are we making mm. all these variations? On the, oh, because the, that's what the retailers want, you know? And mm. he went, this is ridiculous. And Steve, being Steve, is kind of, it's all about simplicity, all right? Mm. So yep. he got rid of 70% of the products that they were making in Apple, uh, which unfortunately meant that 3,000 people lost their jobs. But he focused on four products. And he Mm. said, right, we're going to do the G3 uh, desktop and the PowerBook version. And then we're going to do the iMac desktop and the iBook uh, laptop. That's it. All right. And that was the turnaround for the company where they started making money again. And people got what Apple was about. And you could concentrate and you could think about Apple and you could think about whatever the, the particular product was. When you think about Apple now, what do you think about? iPhone. But it's not the only thing you think about. When I think about Apple, I'm thinking about, you know, I think about the Mac Pro and then I think about the Mac trash can looking pro. <laughs> mm. I think about Which you various, still love. The, the, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I think about the various laptops that they have. And then they've got the iPhone and the iPad. And yet it's, it's like it's all over the place. And then they've got several variations of, of, of all, all of these things as mm. well. Yeah. I think Steve would come back and he would say, I think he would do the same thing again. I think he would get rid of 70% of what they are doing at the moment and he would focus in on whatever the most popular ones are. I think, um, yes, I think you have an argument there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Apple has gotten to the stage where their products are so recognizable um, and variations within them sort of make sense that they can craft their message and they can say, oh, if you're this, here is the range for you, which was what they did earlier this week. They they said, okay, we are, you know, in, where was it? The Brooklyn Academy of Music, I think. I, I got that wrong. But anyway, um, they were in Brooklyn. The message was, this is for the creatives. This is what we want. We're not going to talk about sort of the base level iPad. That's fine. That's what they yeah. do. That's consumer stuff. The Pro is for the creative. You know, the new MacBook Air, it's for 
you know, your writers, it's for people doing base level stuff. You know, yeah. if you're working with graphics, iPad Pro, that's what we want to talk about today. And they crafted the message around a specific kind of consumer. Mm. And I think that's the new segmentation. You know, the next time we see the, the iMac uh, and the MacBook, I think will be a very family oriented kind of event. I think we'll see that kind of segmentation happen instead of by product. We'll see it by type of consumer. Yeah, nah, I, I, I just think it's it's all getting confusing, and I think Apple have lost their focus, and they're not quite about anything in 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 particular anymore. And it's even like you know the iPhone, which they they released a, a couple of weeks ago. There were three variations of that iPhone. Mm, That's yeah. like when you when you're sitting there and you're looking at the oh, I'd like an iPhone. Oh, uh, do I want the 800 quid one? Do I want the 1,000 euro one? Do I want the 1,400 quid? What's the difference between the three of them? And the difference, you know, for most people is probably minor. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, they, so. because, you know, nobody, the, the, you and I are different because, you know, kind of we, we use Apple all the time and we cover it and we talk about it all the time. So, like, you know, kind of we're well up on it. But for people like, you know, my dad or my sister or, or whatever, they're kind of, well, which one will I buy? Mm, yeah. Know? So, uh, so no, I think if, uh, if Steve was to come back, I think he would, he would absolutely, uh, as I say, go ape with Apple and, and he would throw all of the toys out of the pram and he would concentrate on, uh, um, one or two things. It'd be interesting though. What would he concentrate on? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. That's all for another day. Overall though, we were quite happy with the, uh, the Apple presentation. Yeah, and, and and we were also delighted with the fact that they had it from New York so we didn't have to stay past working hours just to see what they were up to. Because <laughs> we were a bit lazy that way. <laughs> there you go. Grant, listen, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening as always. Uh, don't forget, we give you the lowdown on all things tech, not just to Apple, uh, but all things tech here in Ireland with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more at our website, techcentral.ie. Of course, you can listen to us each week online or Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Niall Kitson at Tech Central HQ, thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.